Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We stopped in the middle of a parable yesterday. Don't you hate having to do that? So we are in Mark chapter 12. Let's go back to verse 1. We've already looked at these first three verses, but it's the beginning of a parable that Jesus was speaking. Jesus began to speak to them in parables. Here's what he said. A man planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a vat under the wine press and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. And let me stop there again. We were talked in the previous episode that uh, this is uh, literally a quote. Jesus is redacted quote out of Isaiah 5. <clears throat> so the religious rulers knew this account, knew this story. But think again just for a moment at what this man had done. He planted a vineyard, okay? It takes a while for a vineyard to grow uh, to where it's producing the fruit that is needed to needed to make wine and other things. <clears throat> and I'm talking about years. I think it's like in the fourth, fifth, or sixth year before you really start getting things. So he planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, and he dug a vat under the wine press. So there was a wine press. There was a vat underneath it. There was a tower that he built okay, where people could watch over the vineyard and protect it from enemies and from animals and things like that. This guy had thought in advance, well in advance. He'd built all this stuff, and then he rented it out to vine growers. And then he went on a journey. He left, in other words. Now, verse 2, Jesus still speaking the parable. At the harvest time, he sent a slave to the vine growers in order to receive some of the produce of the vineyard from the vine growers. They took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he sent them another slave, and they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and that one they killed and so and many others, beating some and killing others. So let me just stop for a moment. You see what's going on here. The, uh, the owner of the vineyard had sent a slave to receive of the produce, not all of the produce, just that, that apparently had been agreed upon. He would get a portion thereof. They beat that one, or sent him away, beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another slave. They wounded him in the head. As they say in the South, they knocked him on the noggin. Mm -hmm. And then they treated him shamefully. And we don't know what all of those details were. And then sent him away. Well, the owner sent another one. And they killed that one. And then this little phrase, and so many others, beating some and killing others. So I'd mentioned this before. You have these three and then these others. That means there's at least two more. But it says many others. And they beat some of them, and they killed other ones. Now, verse 6. He had one more to send, a beloved son. He sent him last of all to them, saying, They will respect my son. (coughs) But the vine growers said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. They took him and killed him. And threw him out of the vineyard. Jesus still speaking here now. What will the owner of the vineyard do? 
So Jesus asked him a question, but it was a rhetorical question because he knew they were not going to answer this. Jesus answers it. He will come and destroy the vine growers and will give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And that's the last thing that Jesus said. Verse 12, I mentioned this in the previous episode, how they responded. And they were seeking to seize Jesus, and yet they feared the people, for they understood that he spoke the parable against them. And so they left him and went away. Now, they're going to come back, and they're going to try to figure out, you know, get him in other ways. But these last two verses that Jesus said, the stone which the builders rejected, that's right out of the 118th Psalm two verses out of the 118th Psalm, and they would have known that. So what is Jesus saying to them? And what is it that they knew? They understood that he spoke the parables against them. They knew what he was saying. They knew that God was the one who had created this great vineyard here, that had planted the vineyard, okay? And that's what the whole thing in Isaiah 5 is about. It's talking about how the Father's done this. And he put a wall around it, dug the vat, provided everything they need, and then rented it out to the vine growers. The vine growers were them, the vine growers. Uh, uh, you would have the vine growers, then you would have helpers, so it's like the religious leaders were the vine growers. And they knew that he was speaking to them, and they knew how they had treated the slaves that the father who'd sent, had sent. Well, who were those slaves? Well, those slaves were the prophets, mm-hmm. Okay. The prophets, and then among other people even, you know, kings and prophets, whoever, that were sent by the Lord, but particularly the prophets. So the picture that he sent his one last person he could send, his beloved son, he sent last. They will respect my son, but they kill the son. And here is the son of God telling this parable to the religious people and all the crowd that's around listening to it, saying that the vine growers kill the son and they did it out of the motivation that well we'll get the inheritance if we can kill the heir and he says so they took him and killed him and they threw him out of the vineyard he's saying that you're going to do this because they were already trying to trip him up they were already wanting to kill him and he was letting them know that he knew that and he's affirming and confirming that he is the son that has been sent by God so what is the owner of the vineyard going to do He's going to come and destroy those vine growers, and he'll give the vineyard to others, which is what happened. If you refuse to believe you're a Jewish, particularly Jewish religious leadership, you refuse to believe, it's going to be given to others. And so he's speaking. What is the it? What is the vineyard? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. And so the kingdom of God was not just for the Jewish people, but the kingdom of God was for all mankind. They rejected it. But what would have happened if they were received? then they would have been used by God to take the kingdom to the rest of mankind. But since they rejected it, and by they, I mean they as a people, there were many, many, many individual Jewish people that believed, okay? Not a small number, as a matter of fact. But as a nation, as the leadership within the nation, they rejected Jesus. And uh, they wound up being destroyed and wound up having their earthly kingdom taken away from them. And he says, I'm going to give the vineyard to others, which is what he did. He gave the kingdom to others. Now, those who are Jewish now can't enter into the kingdom, but there is no other way of entering into the kingdom except by what Jesus said, the stone. He said here, 
Haven't you ever read the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? Jesus is the chief cornerstone. But they were at that very moment rejecting that cornerstone. And then Jesus closed with the, I think, 23rd verse of the 118th Psalm. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And it's actually a question because he says, have you not read this? Have you not read that this has come about from the Lord? Have you not read that this is marvelous? Do you not understand what that psalm is saying? Do you not understand who I am and what you're seeing? You're seeing the miracles. You're hearing the teachings. You're seeing what's happening. And there's a lot of them that wind up getting saved. Okay, There's a lot of them that do. But there's a lot of them who reject. And right here, Jesus is laying it before them. Are you going to reject this cornerstone? Or are you going to realize that this has come from the Lord and it is marvelous in our eyes? Uh, we face the same thing. Mankind faces the same thing. What do you say? As Francis Schaeffer said, what do you say about Jesus? Who do you say that he is? Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all next time. Goodbye.